I believe you have the power to become whomever you set yourself out to be. That by achieving a set of goals you set out for yourself, you become your version of a muse. And that's the purpose of this podcast. It's about sharing stories of inspiring people. It's about sharing knowledge and perspectives that allow us to grow. It's a means to fall in love with a never-ending journey of self-improvement. So without further ado, I'm Kevin Fernandez and welcome to Muse. Put yourself in somebody's shoes. It's a common expression we hear throughout our life. It means to imagine oneself in the situation or circumstances of another person, to understand or empathize with their perspective and opinion, to understand where they come from. But have you ever put yourself in your own shoes? Ask yourself, where do you come from? Well, today's episode is about just that, getting to know ourselves a tiny little better. We are tackling the question, how do you find your muse? How do you know what kind of person you want to be? And before I discourage you, I perfectly acknowledge that these are big statements and all I can say is hang in there because I will show you one simple exercise that allows you to find who you are and who you want to be. It doesn't even require making a decision on where you want to go because, well, you already know, guys. You know who you are and I am not here to tell you otherwise. But there is certain information that is just clouded in the midst of day-to-day tasks, thoughts and experiences. When tackling the question, who is your muse, I don't mean who is your inspiration. Who is the person you look up to, your mentors, the successful entrepreneurs, your parents or friends that seem to have everything figured out? When I talk about muse, I believe that we can be our own inspiration. We can be the person that aspires us to do great things for ourselves, the community and the people around us. There is this quote that describes it best by Frida Kahlo. I am my own muse. I am the subject I know best, the subject I want to know better. See, the world has 7 billion people, so why do we look for inspiration? No one is unlike us, and that is our superpower. That is the force we can draw from to be great and achieve great things. Have you ever asked yourself, what is your source of inspiration? What inspires you to do certain actions? What are your intrinsic reasons on how you act? I am inspired to ask questions so I can understand my friends better, understand the world better. I am inspired to start this podcast so I can learn a bunch of new skills and provide value. And I'm also inspired to challenge myself in numerous ways so that I can taste my limits. Inspiration lies in everything we do. And there is this scene in Karate Kid where Mr. Han says... Kung Fu lives in everything we do, Shao Dre. It lives on how we put on a jacket. It lives on how we put off a jacket. It lives on how we treat people. Everything is Kung Fu. And I think inspiration does too. Just like in the movie, the young Jaden Smith had to learn that Kung Fu lives in everything he did, we might have to learn that inspiration lies in everything we do. No one has shown us that before. 
and we never learn to question it. Think about it. Inspiration leads our actions. How we behave, how we reply, how we act in different situations. Therefore, through our actions, well, we are able to find what inspires and motivates us. Let's take a step back. Have you ever asked your friends to describe you? And how is it that when we try to describe ourselves, most of the time we take way longer than our friends do? Well, we are clouded by our thoughts that don't necessarily agree on how we behave. We are clouded by all kinds of biases that we are not aware of. There is a disparity between our actions and our thought process. There is a gap between what people think of us and how we think of ourselves. Because if we switch the seat and either we describe or think about someone close to us, we know. We love that person, we love the people around us for a reason. We see them for who they are, their true self. Our friends, our loved ones, our partners, we love and appreciate them for their flaws and their qualities. The way they behave, the way they express themselves, the way they care about us. And the beauty in those actions is the simple fact of them being themselves and essentially you being yourself represents your values. The values you stand for, your version of Amuse, your source of inspiration. And this particular source of inspiration are your core values. They allow you to not only have a framework of your identity and understand yourself better, but they also allow you to know and guide you towards your ideal future self. They show you the way to where you are headed. So the question remains, where are you headed? Where are you headed as a person? And how do you get grasp of your core values? How do you get grasp of what inspires you? And a simple and a simple and easy exercise that you can do in order to find out is what Vishen Lekhiani, the CEO of Mind Valley, describes as the origin story exercise in his book The Buddha and the Badass. As Steve Jobs once said, you can't connect the dots looking forward, you can only connect them looking backwards. And this particular exercise allowed me to connect the dots in my past that shaped the person I am today. I realized how my prior experiences were shaping my present, how they were shaping my decisions and what kind of person I have become. But they've also allowed me to understand what drives me and how I can utilize that for my benefit. And I hope this exercise will do the same for you. So the exercise goes as follows. You reconnect to your past peak moments of your life. Remember your most joyful, fun and exciting experiences, as well as the sad, maybe traumatic and even painful ones. And the reason why you do that is because joyful memories allow you to remember what you value and what you would like to experience, what you appreciate on an individual level, but also with the people you surround yourself with. The negative experiences, however, well, they show you what you have learned and how you would want to behave in the future. They show you what you didn't like and what you value but was missing in that experience. And I would like to ask you to write these experiences down whenever you can. Obviously, if you're driving, don't do it. But write these experiences down as vividly as you can. And do this starting very young from an age of zero to five if you have any memories at that point gradually going upwards on an interval of five to ten years 
Once you've written down your memories, the next step is to associate values to each memory. So you try to find the values you can draw from those experiences. To illustrate that, I'll go through an example of one of my personal experiences where I could draw multiple values from without going into too much detail. As a kid, as so many others, I was fascinated by football. I loved playing the game, I loved having fun, and generally just kicking the ball around. So, as many other kids, I also went to play for a football club. And that first experience in the football club, unfortunately, wasn't the best. I mean, I used to get bullied at that age, and I mean, I was really young. I'm talking age 6 till 11. I had difficulties to be included in the group and my teammates would genuinely make fun of me. So at some point, and I guess I was 11, I decided, well, it's time for me to leave the club because I thought, well, I had a choice to be there or not. So I quit. I decided it was more beneficial for me to train by myself and improve alone rather than being in a toxic environment. But I also wanted to show that I can be a good football player and I don't need anyone else besides myself to get there. And that's the end of the story. So looking back on this experience and many others, they have taught me some valuable lessons about myself. And I can draw values that I truly believe I engraved in my being because, well, they've shaped the person I am today. And for this particular memory, the values I draw are... Growth, determination, mindset, and learning from what I had done at the time to overcome the negativity. But hidden, I could also find the values that I appreciate and weren't present, like humanism, support, and encouragement as a team. Those are the reasons why I quit. These are values that apply to this particular memory, but many others too. And when you do this exercise yourself while going through your memories, You will not only be able to find your values, but you will be able to find a lot of similar values. And the next step of this exercise is to group these similar values together and form what we call clusters. These clusters should give you your core foundational values of who you are. So for me, I can cluster support, humanism and encouragement as one cluster, as a unity cluster. I can group growth and learning into a self-growth cluster, whereas determination and mindsets I can group into a strong-willed slash focused cluster. By looking at my own memories, that's how I see myself. These are the key drivers that motivate me. If a project has all these values incorporated in some sense, that project will keep me up at night. And I can guarantee that if you do this exercise, well, you will find your key values that inspire you too. As you can hear, the exercise connects your dots to who you are today, and future experiences will connect the dots of the person you will be in 5 to 10 years. And once you've done this, you have a framework. You have a framework of who you are, and you can ask yourself, If you are living by those values on a daily basis. If you are living by your version of a muse on a daily basis. As Vishen Lakhiani says in his book, whether you are aware of your core values or not, they are shaping all your decisions. 
Once you clearly define them, you will understand what you need to do next and whom you need to connect with to build a life and a business that inspires you. Thank you so much for listening to the first ever episode of Muse. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. And obviously, if you have liked this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button on wherever platform you are listening to podcasts to. Yeah, otherwise, I wish you an amazing week and talk to you soon.